Hi, welcome to Reset Your Mindset by Life Stance Health. Myself, Dwight Thompson, and my co-host, Nicolette Lianza, will bring you conversations with leading Life Stance Health professionals who will help guide you on your journey to positive mental health and well-being. At Life Stance, we believe in the three pillars of mental health, mental flexibility, mindfulness, and resilience. Today on our episode, we will be talking with Chloe Ruth, who will be discussing the topic of holiday stress. Chloe, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a psychiatric nurse practitioner at um, our PsychBC campus in Louisville. Um, I've been with PsychBC for about a year. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, Before that, I worked um, in community health, so I was working with a lot of um, patients with um, schizophrenia and that kind of thing. And, um, and then prior to that, I was working mostly in women's health. So um, now I'm kind of seeing a combination of all kinds of things. So I really enjoy it. Um, And then in my personal life, I'm a a newlywed and a new mom. So going through some transitions at home as well, I think has kind of helped me connect with some patients in some other ways too. So got you, got you. Yeah. Now, you know, because it's coming up to be the holiday season, I'm sure mm-hmm. my family have very specific traditions. And with those traditions of families getting together, we know stress and stress and drama also comes about. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, so yeah. With your clients, are they often coming to you and kind of asking you for some ways to navigate some of the stress of uh, the holiday? Oh, completely, completely. And some people don't even ask me, but I can tell that they're more tense this year, more frazzled. And mm-hmm. so I kind of ask, well, how are the holidays for you? Um, but yeah, absolutely. I've been having a conversation with almost all my patients about the holidays and they're, they're not always cheery and bright for everyone right. <laughs> here in the Christmas carols. Right, right. For some Say people that they're dark or depressing or stressful and kind of mm. feel like the Grinch, but I don't think you're alone if you feel that way. Right, right. It sounds like you probably do a lot of validating of them. If they are saying how sad they're feeling or depressed, you're probably also validating those feelings, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you've been doing the same thing, but just like you're not the only one feeling this way. It's okay if you're not totally bought into the holiday spirit this year. Right, right. Say that again. And I think (laughs) just, you know, being up here, in Cleveland, how, you know, a good portion of the year, we often don't get to see the lovely sun. And so oh, you have a lot of the seasonal effective stuff kind of going on. And oh, yeah. Down there, do you get a little bit of the people feeling it just around this time of year? Just yeah. The weather too? Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's as bad as Cleveland. So I can't imagine <laughs> going through surviving a single winter up there. Um, but, but yeah, a lot of people play a role into this. Yeah, and even if it's not the snow and the the ice, um, it just gets dark so early. So four yeah. thirty, it starts getting dark. So you kind of feel like, what have I done with my day? And so a lot of people experience it, even probably in warmer climates too. Right, right. I agree for sure. So as we're talking about this topic of like you know uh, tips for managing stress around the holiday season, mm-hmm. you know, I I think you know we're talking about getting together with families and some of the drama that can come mm-hmm. that. But if we just take it from a broader perspective of just like this time of year, if you're celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas or mm-hmm. whatever, 
you know, just the busyness of the season and if there's shopping mm-hmm. and just yeah. all that. So what would you offer to kind of manage the overall stress of just this time of year? And that's a really good question. I think that a lot of people kind of like you said, you get this idea that you have to do it all, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Perfectionism. Mm-hmm. You want to host the perfect dinner, find your kids, the perfect gifts. Mm-hmm. You want to try to appease every family member and their different <laughs> dietary restrictions. Right, different right, right, right. Um, some people unfortunately have or feel like they have to be subjected to some unhealthy family dynamics. Um, so yeah, it can be really hard to just to manage kind of those basic stressors. And I think right. that while it's hard to do kind of trying to let go of that perfectionism. Yeah. That that's huge there. Sure. Is right. Especially, isn't that what's shown to us on the media and in movies, all the Hallmark movies, right? Yes, social media. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) I don't think it would be a bad idea to kind of take an Instagram cleanse or a Facebook cleanse during the holidays because oh I love that (laughs) I mean you're you're seeing somebody's highlight reel so yeah you're seeing their their kids are all lined up and they're matching outfits and smiling and then you look down you're like in yesterday's clothes still and you've got spit up on you and your baby's crying and like you didn't get that perfect picture um it's hard not to kind of feel bad about yourself or looking at someone seeing someone's traditions on Facebook and thinking, well, I wish my family had those, those cute traditions, or I wish my family didn't argue every time we got together. Well, Mm -hmm. their family has that, like that weird drunk relative, just like your family does. They just didn't put them on Facebook. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. um, You hit a good point there of, you know, when we're navigating social media and we're comparing ourselves and our family to other people, you know, people are putting their best foot forward. They're not showing mm-hmm. drunk Uncle Louie in the corner, you know, the lamp <laughs> on his head. You know? Yes, there's a reason why they have the Saturday Night Live skit, the drunk uncle, because I swear every family has like that right. relative. Right, um, right. But, but yeah, like you said, the, the comparisons um, can right. can be really hard. Or if your family's not together and, and you know, you, you watch that Hallmark movie or you see those pictures of that cute little family unit and and Mm -hmm. it can cause a lot of pain sometimes yeah and that's the key i I think that word uh, pain it can cause a lot of pain Mm -hmm. especially if you're already going into the holiday season with uh depression or you know anxiety symptoms kind of going i think it just kind of jabs at that pain even sure a hundred percent or you know what if you have been subjected to abuse before you know, emotional abuse or sexual abuse, physical. And a lot of people kind of relive that during the holidays, especially if you have to be around family members. So, um, so no wonder it's so hard for a lot of people. And to piggyback on that is also something I think about when I'm working with my own clients, if they've had a loss of someone around this time of year. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, that's another, it kind of tinges this time of year for them because Mm -hmm. it's the anniversary of the loss, you know? So I think that also puts another layer onto this time for a lot of people if they've lost someone during this time. Oh, 
a hundred percent. If you're grieving and not even recently, if you lost someone, you know, 10, 20, 50 years ago, those anniversary anniversaries and holidays Mm -hmm. are, are extremely difficult. And you may feel like, you know, you look around and you're like, okay, the, the family's moving on, but I'm still really in pain here. Or how come nobody's brought up, you know, how can no one yes. brought up my late husband? Right, like, right. It's the elephant in the room. <laughs> like, exactly. So. Then what spurs a lot of the family drama, especially if there is this elephant in the room that everyone's ignoring, mm-hmm. the person sitting with the pain is like, you know, I, this is not good for me. This isn't right. Oh, 100%. I I think a lot of what we try to do as we're working with clients during this time of year, I think is helping them reframe what they are thinking during this time of year Mm. when they're going in and having to be with their families and they're ignoring the elephant in the room of Mm -hmm. them being able to switch around some of the thinking of like, I know this is how my family community, you know, dynamics Mm -hmm. are this time of year. Maybe I shouldn't take it so personal. I know a lot of what I'm doing with my clients is helping them reframe it to, to make it sound a little different and what they're telling themselves back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, I think that seeing a therapist during this, this time, if it can offer you that kind of perspective, right. or if it can offer you that safe place where you can get emotional and cuss and scream and, you know, kind of have that safe place to express yourself is, is really key. So yeah, yeah I, I think agree. that's very important. And, and even if it's not within a therapy office, Mm-hmm. hopefully the support of a close family or friends or a social network to that. You know, I think that's part of the hard part of the holiday season. If someone doesn't have that close support network, yeah, there is that one person that you can confide in to just mm-hmm. kind of reach out to and talk to that could be at least helpful as well. Right. Right. Um, I hope that everyone has one kind of ally and kind of their, okay. they can communicate ahead of time. Like, Hey, like this is going to be a, a really hard year for me. If I need to like go out for a walk, will you just go with me? Or right, right. if I say the code word, will you make up an excuse so yeah. we can get the hell out of here? Because, right, right. Um, as much as you can kind of prepare ahead of time is probably going to be um, the key here. So. And I think you hit it on the head right there is, you know, prepare, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah open to like setting things up for yourself. So you are the most successful in how you navigate it, you know, Hey, if things are getting too heated, Hey, come on, let's go for a walk. Or Mm -hmm. maybe I'll just take myself for a walk. I think that's so key that you brought that up. Chloe of just there, you know, preparing ahead of time. Mm -hmm. If if you've got that family member that it's always painfully awkward, kind of thinking of conversation points, um, kind of thinking about, you know, if, politics get brought up at the dinner table and it upsets you kind of what you can do in that moment what you can say um mm-hmm. you know you may know that the the kids are going to be they're going to have their kid table so maybe that's when you need to get up and say I'm going to go check on the kids or yep. something go go watch football with the drunk uncle <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right 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 so you can kind of have that escape plan your plan yeah. in your head and just think through the scenarios in your head so that you don't get get stuck and become kind of upset in that moment right right and and if all else fails if if you know you've gone for walks and you've done your best to prepare 
and things are still really tough, you know, I think the option is that if, if you need to distance yourself and actually maybe cut the night a little shorter than you, yeah. you know, it's okay to set boundaries and being like, okay, you know what? I did everything I could. And at this point in time, maybe these, my boundaries are now being stepped over. And maybe it's time for me to step away and, and maybe leave or something like that. Yes. And it, for some reason, it's so hard for all of us to set those boundaries and to be able yeah. to say, you know what, I'm going to call it a night. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. don't want to seem rude. We don't want to mm-hmm. offend anyone, but you have to take some type of you know, towards reclaiming your power. Yes, that's it. Right those there. boundaries is getting mm-hmm. getting your power back. Yep. And if, love if there's kind of things are not going in a healthy way, if you are feeling distressed, then mm-hmm. hopefully you're able to say, you know what, I need to call it a night and, yep. and you go out there. No, no, I, I, I love that. I think that's great. I, I love that you said reclaiming your power because that's so mm-hmm. key right there. I think a lot of times people go into family situations thinking they don't have any power. They're just trying to keep themselves yeah. together, duct tape together. And it is about reclaiming your power. You know, I think that's yeah. Great, like you said. And, and like you said, setting those boundaries, which is really hard, but right. really, really right. important. important. I agree <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And shifting gears then, you know, as we're talking about how to help people set the boundaries and reclaim power mm-hmm. and things like that, it's also taking time to, you know, the place of gratitude of being appreciative for what is going right mm-hmm. holidays or well or things that people are really grateful for, you know. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to tell with families, like it just all feels dark and negative. But really when you dig a little deeper, you can maybe be a really appreciative for somebody. Right, right. Kind of taking some time to be mindful and kind of appreciate some things, even though a lot of times if you are in that situation, you've got that negative kind of heaviness and and that's very common in in depression. It's hard to, it's hard to see what is actually going right. And it's hard to see, you know, okay, this, at least this is a time we're here. We, we got together. I've got this one thing, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a pet, then that's what you focus on. I agree. You know, it's just as, you know, picking out what you are grateful for. And if you have the best darn dog in the world and (laughs) your dog, great. It's at least something, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Hey, they're, they're better than a good family member. So (laughs) a lot of times for sure. For sure. I'm sure there'd be a lot of people who agree with us on that one too. So you brought up another key word of uh, just mindfulness. And I know mindfulness is a very kind of trendy word these days, you know, but it is so important, you know, mindfulness in my definition of it is like, you know, awareness of of kind of tapping the brakes of life and maybe just really sitting with something, you know, I'll sometimes do these mindfulness exercises of like, you know what, if you're drinking a cup of tea, just mindfully drink that cup of tea, Mm -hmm. smell it take a sip of it, hold that sip in your mouth. It's all about yeah. the awareness and just really being in the moment. That's what I yeah. do with mindfulness. And, you know, as we talk about that for this holiday season in times that we can all be mindful, because we all, I know in this going to be times in my holiday time here that I know I need to be mindful, mindful of myself and other people and just taking that moment to kind mm-hmm. of like be in the moment. 
is that something you also practice in your life and trying to be mindful and things like well, that? Well, you know, I'm not very good at it, but I, I try. We're all on our <laughs> own journey, right? We're all on our own journey. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, for me, it's c- kind of like I was, um, kind of like I mentioned earlier, just you think, okay, this is what I have to do for the holiday season. I have to get all of my Christmas decorations out decorate the tree, get gifts for X, Y, and Z, wrap mm-hmm. the gifts, plan mm-hmm. the get togethers, get to church, do this, do that, get our yep. outfits together, get our photos taken, get the Christmas card out. So my mind automatically starts doing that from b- before Thanksgiving, I hate to admit. So, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, that's not being mindful. So then I breeze over Thanksgiving because I'm so focused on everything I have to do for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not really enjoying the holidays that way so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how how I think mindfulness pertains to the holidays it's just like do 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 we really enjoy them if we're thinking about the next thing you know Mm -hmm. and that's perfect and I really appreciate your genuineness of of sharing how you tend to kind of get swept up and all the this and the that and I know I do as well so Mm -hmm. it's true are we really being mindful and enjoying the holidays if we're doing Mm -hmm. all that you know, mm-hmm. how do we just kind of pump the brakes and be like, okay, let me stop. You know, what do I appreciate? Yeah. What else can I kind of kind of breathe here and not yes. like me so much? You know, that's mm-hmm. the key. It's easier said than done though, right? It's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a, it's a daily practice for me. It's not, yes. not like I flip a switch and suddenly I'm mindful. <laughs> I'm just trying to. That I mean, easy. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like be like, boop, you know, I think that my mindfulness. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I would just love that, but it's not like that. And right. just, even just trying to be mindful of the meaning of the holidays for you, <laughs> even if it's not religious, maybe the meaning of the holidays is just togetherness. So uh, it, how can you put that in the forefront? Mm-hmm. Um, throughout this season, even if it's, um, even if it is a more difficult year. Right, right. Well, let me say this, as we start to wind down our time, I want to just kind of hit some of the highlights that we had talked about. And Mm -hmm. I think we had so many key points together, you know, yeah, the fact that you said a social media cleanse. Wow. (laughs) I think another one of those easier said than done. I think so too. And you, you can delete the apps from your phone it's not deleting your whole account and you can deactivate your Facebook and get it back but mm-hmm. yeah if you can if you can take a break I mean I feel better about just myself when I do that yes no I love that and then uh, you brought up another point of the perfectionism of mm-hmm. trying to replicate what we see on the Hallmark movie you know mm-hmm. and that's the way we spiral down when we're trying to get yeah. it perfect you know so I thought there was another key thing that you had mentioned um and then that kind of trickles into how to reclaim your power and I think mm-hmm. part of how we reclaim our power is by setting boundaries with our family mm-hmm. with our yeah and, and you know? boundaries are not they don't have to be a negative thing or a cold right. thing that's mm-hmm. that's how you keep a relationship with someone yeah. so yeah good point right there and then I think to wrap it all up is to you know bringing in that you know the mindfulness piece and stopping and taking a breath and being grateful and truly enjoying the holiday as opposed to just mm-hmm. rushing from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing for sure. Right. So, so this has been such a delight to have this conversation with you, Chloe. I really, really appreciate it for sure. Thank you so much for having me. This has and been really we'd fun. love to have you again sometime for sure. Yeah, okay. That'd be great. <laughs>
and happy, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoy them the best you can. <laughs> I will. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thank you.